Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. Spooktacular, uh, booze your own adventure. Uh, I, we hope this book is spooky. We're not sure if it's spooky yet. The cover has monkeys. The cover has an exploding building. It and does. I guess, uh, explosions are scary because they, you could be in them. Guys, yeah. I was wrong about what book we're reading. I thought we were reading one of the Choose Your Own Nightmare ones. This is not a spooky <laughs> book. This is just the dangerous house. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. (laughs) Today we're reading Potentially Very Spooky. Choose your own adventure number six, The House of Danger. In the way that everything is potentially spooky. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know yet. You don't know yet. By R.A. Montgomery. uh, Choose your own adventure number six. Uh, Gentlemen, there's a lot to take in on this cover, but I do want to note that everything we're about to describe is framed in the jaws of a Venus flytrap. Oh, look at that. Yep. Yep. Uh, follow-up statement. Uh-huh. Is that a Civil War officer just, like, lying dead, shooting a man on the ground? Or what's... Yeah, I think that, that Civil War officer is uh, wrestling with somebody in a chimpanzee mask. Mm. Are those masks, though? Because they're all hunched over. I think these are just a bunch of chimpanzees in pajamas. Oh, boy. And they blew up a building that's on fire and still has people in it, which is especially grisly. Yeah, especially. And I think those pajamas may be prisoner outfits, so they're like oh, no. unfun vacation pajamas. So this could be the best book we've ever read. I think it's God. or worst at. case scenario, it could be a Civil War times book where <laughs> monkeys <laughs> are being held in a prison well, by Civil War officers. Apes, apes, Chris. Apes, Chris. Ooh, yeah. When was this written? What, what what year was this written in? Was it like after we found racism? Yeah, it was written after we found racism. You know, I've, I feel like I've gone to bat for R.A. Montgomery a bunch. Yeah. And I'm going to stay on Team Montgomery until proven wrong. I bet yeah. he treats things respectfully and good. I think it is your brain that is trying to make an allegory out of this harmless yeah. Yeah. Uh, Venus flytrap eats an exploding building surrounded by inmate monkeys fighting a Civil War guard book. While I guess copies of the board game Life are thrown into the air? Is that what's happening? Uh, those might be like drum machines. They could be drum, like DJ <laughs> turntable kind of yeah. ones and twos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Chris. Fuck yeah. Beware and warning. This book is different from other books. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. You must use all of your numerous talents and much of your enormous intelligence. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice. Alter the path of your story. Change its result. The phone rings. A scared voice. Wait, this part. Hold on. This part's really good, yeah, though. Yeah, this part you should actually read. I was just fucking okay. with you for the part that I assume we're going to cut. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. We'll leave it in now because it's got a beautiful backing track. Great. I'll just do that for the whole episode. We only record for, like, what, 90 minutes? You could just loop it. Hey, guys. Welcome to Hip Hop 
Booze your own adventure. Welcome to beatbox make beatboxing makes it fair use. Welcome to beatbox boop boop bing. I was beat, I was doing beatbox. You guys, I'm right. What's so drunk. if you beatbop, it's parody. Yeah, becomes parody. Did I say beatbop instead of beatbox? You did. I thought that was on purpose. Wait, cowboy beatbox. Beep. Are we saying beep beep like b e e p like a beeper beeper box? I was saying beep beatbox. Beatbox. The phone beeps. A scared voice on the other end is begging you for help. You trace the call to the site of an old prison that burned to the ground more than 100 yes. years ago, taking the lives of 112 prisoners. Mm, grizzly. It's a lot of prisoners. Even though you're an expert detective, probably not a child, you sense that this case will be unusually creepy and dangerous. Nailed it, Mark. Uh, even though you're an expert detective? How yeah. about... Because any fucking idiot could have assumed this, you sense that this case will be creepy. The House of Danger holds many mysteries. You will encounter hostile chimpanzees, space aliens, <laughs> fucking big promises. All right, Montgomery. Wait, wait, wait. It's not even you may, it's you will. Yeah. You will? Fuck off. This is going to be like my friend Gorgo or whatever. Nope. Where it's just... <laughs> I, I choose to believe in this book. All right, Montgomery yeah. has promised me. You haven't even finished the whole list. Finish telling me what he promises me. You're right. Okay. Hostile chimpanzees, space aliens, ghosts from the Civil War, or even travel through time. This will be one case you'll never forget if you make it out alive. I just want to point out real quick this list. Mm -hmm. You will encounter Mm -hmm. plural noun group, plural noun group, group, and then a verb phrase, right? No, 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 no. Travel through time is a a noun. Okay. It's John Travel Through Time. (laughs) John traveled yeah. through time, uh, Mallet Camp. Yep. You will encounter cougars. Oh, man. Time cougars. Time cougars. Can we read time cougars next week? Uh, yeah, let me scan it in. Also, is it our, our detective abilities that triggered us to the potential time travel? Because I wouldn't hire that private eye. <laughs> like, if, if I was like, hey, uh, can you follow my wife and just, I think she's cheating on me. And the guy was like, all right, but I'll need danger pay. I'm going to run into some hostile chimps, maybe civil war ghosts, aliens for sure. And who knows, might even travel through time. No, I'm good. Also, his, his phone call, this noir film starts with him getting a phone call from a sexy ghost. <laughs> uh, so yeah, are we doing this like a noir film? Like, should we, yeah, should we have we saxophone sh- music? And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to do like the, what's it? Transatlantic <laughs> epic? No, not that one. Oh, God damn it. That's Anything. the only sax song I know. No, Chris, we just need you to read it like a sort of gravelly, chain-smoking uh, uh, noir detective. Okay. And you know Careless Whisper. Everyone knows Careless Whisper. What does Careless Whisper sound like? Uh, it's the other one. <laughs> oh, oh, holy shit. I thought that was part of Baker Street. Well, <laughs> forgivable. Yeah. It is a Tuesday afternoon in late June. You're on your way down to your lab in your parents' basement. No, what? No, no, God, okay. you're not a real detective. Are you fucking kidding me? Boo. Instantly wrong. When the phone rings, you dash into the lab and pick it up. I need, I need, says a weak voice. You hear a loud click and the phone goes dead. Drat! <laughs> you weren't ready for that. You, the aspiring detective and psychic investigator. Oh, God, we are so full of ourselves. Caught off guard. Yeah, guys, we're not a real detective. We're an aspiring detective, and we're not a real investigator. We're We're a a psychic psychic investigator. investigator. We're not a real psychic. We're, well, no one's a real psychic. John Edwards. You slumped down into your chair. That voice sounded really desperate. (laughs) You can't tell, though, despite your psychic powers. It's just like, what's her face on, like, Star Trek uh, Next Generation, right? It's like... Yeah, 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 Diana Troy. 
Yeah, someone comes over the like hella teleprompter or whatever and just been like the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter. They'd be like, "We're going to blow your fucking ship out of the sky." And she's like, "Hmm, they seem mad." I'm like, "All right. Yeah. Cool." That's they uh in a future where everyone is just science, interpersonal communication skills are often interpreted as uh, uh telekinesis, <laughs> uh, psychic psychic empath sort of level stuff. You boot up your computer and look around. The heat of the day has not penetrated your combination office and research laboratory. <sighs> First, it's a lab in your parents' basement. Now it's an right. office. Soon it's going to be a game room. Then there's going to be a jacuzzi. There's going to be a supermodel hangout spot. Yeah. And it's a treehouse. <sighs> Dad moved all his football trophies into my secret lab again. Mom! <laughs> I spilled a juice box. Where are those hot pockets? You sit surrounded by the tools of your trade. Infrared activated floodlights, high-speed movie cameras, and night scopes among them. Two large bookcases stretch from floor to ceiling, crammed with titles that would drive the timid from the room. Murder in fun, ghosts and ghouls, and corpses I have known, to name a few. This is, a, this is gonna be the best book. I want to punch this kid in the stomach. Hey, you guys ever wonder why you didn't play more Dungeons and Dragons when you were in high school? It's because it's populated by people like this. The phone rings again, and this time you are ready. You pick up the receiver before the first ring dies out. At the same time, you activate the phone tracker and voice recorder programs running on your laptop and note the time, 2.42. So we have high-speed movie cameras and a laptop. I think the laptop is one of those, like, fake laptops, you know, like yeah. when you were in middle school or whatever. Battleship? The I mean... V-Tech? Oh, yeah, V-Tech, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I was thinking it was one of those, like, fake laptops from, like, uh, the part of Sears where they sell furniture. <laughs> like a cardboard Chris, box think... that looks... You just, you just bought a binder and drew a monitor on the top of it, didn't you? Your parents, are, you were like, Mom, Dad, I need a computer so I can hunt ghosts. And your dad was like, uh, yeah, okay, let me get you a ghost computer. I need, uh, I need, an, I need an Apple computer. Oh, no, son. Uh, ghosts are never drawn to Apple computers. Yeah. Hello, you say. <laughs> oh, that's voice again. Yeah. Help. I need your help. Who are you? You ask. What's your name? I'm scared, the voice says. I'm scared. I'm, I'm narrator. A... <laughs> good job, Ian. Oh, thanks, Mark. You good job, too. Now, that's a joke. You could take that one to the bank. Thanks, everybody. That's been Booze Your Own Adventure. Yeah, y'all could go ahead and shut it off. We already, we're done. We're good. This was the high point. Bye. Get a hold of yourself, you say. I can help if you give me your name and address. They've got me. They've got me. Click. All right, so... Real quick, what do we know about this guy? He needs, he is scared, they're after him, uh -huh. and they have him. Yep. I feel like those last two things are a mystery. Computer, enhance. <laughs> ah, damn it, it doesn't do anything. It's just be the plastic. The phone goes dead again. In the few seconds that you have been talking, your telephone tracing device, which operates in milliseconds, Jeez has already found the number of the other phone, as well as the name and address of its owner. Wow. What year is this? 2041, man. It's, uh, you know, almost Blade Runner time. Yeah, everyone's government registered with their uh, phone numbers and addresses and full names and social security yeah. numbers and birthdays. You know, you know, it's hard to believe about this living where we live. There's no area code on that phone number. I was about to say, like, what year is it? I'll yeah. tell you. It's the year there's no area code. Yeah, 1996. <laughs> There's a turtle upside down in the middle of the desert. If you flip it over, turn to page six. I'll tell you about my mother. You copy this information down in your smartphone. Well, come on. Whoa. Okay. What do they think that means? Yeah. 
<laughs> Something about this call is nagging at the back of your mind. Is it that this call reminds you of your spider ghost case? Oh my god, I want to read that book! Presumably is when your brother's tarantula disappeared. <laughs> or your mom was like, oh god, did I just have a spider on me? Oh no, it must not have been a spider. I'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Even though you were quite young, you solved that case single-handedly. The citation you received from the FBI now hangs neatly framed on your office wall. Citation? I, I, I don't, what does that yeah. word mean? It means kid quit quit mailing us. We're the FBI. Yeah, that's what we're gonna get from Shoesco. It's it's one of those like FBI junior agent uh, certificates. Yeah. One thing you learned from that case is that working by yourself can be a risky business. Oh no, it's the other one. <laughs> Ricardo and Lisa, two of your friends in the neighborhood, have wanted to help you on a case. Sorry. Uh, well, this is their chance. When you call their cell phones, however, they are not picking up. You leave a message for them to call you back as soon as possible. They must be on their own case. Something about trying to score weed from their friend Doug, or maybe getting laid. Oh well, Spider Ghost. Back to Spider Ghost. Getting laid, a mystery that will forever remain unsolved. In, in your dying moments, there's one case you wish you had solved. How to talk to people. <sighs> Maybe you can do some internet searching before heading out on the case. Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Huh. Turns out, minorities did it, according to Twitter. So we can either go directly to the address or give Ricardo and Lisa a chance to call back. Oh, that's the one where you just sit around not doing a thing. Oh, no, 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 no. You're doing some internet searching. You're definitely <laughs> not playing Stardew Valley. You're definitely not trying to send instant messages to people. The Marsden residence turns out to be a large modern house. You park your car down the road and walk back to the gatehouse. Mm, so we can drive. Yeah, so we're over 15. Yeah, you don't, no, 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 no. This is it's an unreliable narrator. He has been dropped off by his mother. They did not state that the car was not one of those, like, red and yellow child vehicles. <laughs> like a little tykes? Right, uh, it's pedal powered. Oh, fuck, what are the, what are the... Automated ones that you'd always see asked for on Nickelodeon. Big wheels. Power wheels. Power wheels. Pow, 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 power wheels. Power wheels, yeah. We're rolling up on our power wheel, obviously. Or Barbie Jeep. <laughs> We're rolling up in that Barbie Jeep. Yeah. You park your Barbie Jeep down the road and walk <laughs> back to the gatehouse that gives access to the estate. A bronze plaque is set into the stone outside of one of the walls. It reads, Site of Hedgebook Prison, which was burned to the ground during the prison riot of 1887. Suddenly, a man dashes out of the house. Fuck! Help! Help! They're after me! The man cries. <laughs> Halfway to the gate, he drops to the ground as if he had been hit by an invisible hammer or bullets. Ghost hammer! The invisible hammer! Yeah, I'm the invisible hammer! You dash through the gate and run towards the fallen figure, but something stops you in your tracks. An invisible hammer! Three snarling animals materialize from in front of the house. What are they? You wonder. Could they be huge chimpanzees? Maybe they're abominable snowmen. The man on the lawn can't move and needs your help. But what good to him will you be if you're mauled by the angry chimps? Uh, their, uh, their extra size makes me think that they're not chimps. We should fucking try and kill them. Yeah, they're probably ghosts. Yeah. Uh, our choices are fuck the chimps, rush to aid the old man, or beat a hasty retreat to the Barbie Jeep. I just want to clarify, our choices do not include fucking the chimps. It's decide no. that the chimpanzees are not as dangerous as they look. And, try, and then try to fuck them. Yeah. And then, and then ask them if they would like to fuck. 
I was just suggesting that we were going to ignore the presence of the chimps, not that we were going to engage in carnal uh, combat. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what presence they have, Chris. It seems like they got an invisible hammer and a bunch of snarling. And you don't wrap that up in a bow. I don't think run back to the car is really our thing, though. Look, guys, I'm that character that is very adamant about ghosts don't exist in every horror movie. Ghosts don't exist. Do monkeys exist? No. <laughs> monkeys don't exist. Chimpanzees are apes. You guys, chimpanzees are apes. All right, then I guess we're going to page three. Looking forward to this at the end. The only weapon you can think of is the penknife that you always carry in your pocket. You take out the knife and brandish it wildly as you run forward. Yep. The chimpanzees seem to back off, but they're still snarling. You turn your attention back on the man on the ground. His breath comes in short gasps that sound almost like sobs. Anybody want to speculate on, like, what this mystery will turn out to be? Um, mm. Our listeners might not have seen this because um, they can't see it, but they were all wearing clothes. They were all wearing clothes. They were yeah. all wearing human shirts and pants. Yeah, And, and let's... Let's just agree that the idea of prisoners' spirits being trapped in the form of chimpanzees is just weird. <laughs> yeah, agreed. It's a little strange. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, I, I know how Congo went, but I'm not sure how it started, you know? I know how it ended, but I don't know how those gorillas got their, their jobs as security guards. I've seen some of the Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. And monkeys can fight sometimes. Those are all apes. Everything in Planet of the Apes is an ape. You don't know that. Then why would we call Planet of the Apes if it's not No, there's, chi there's chimpanzees in Planet of the Apes. You guys are chimp. I can't tell. Chris, you're just trolling me, right? <laughs> Look, I don't know if chimpanzees are members of the great ape family or if they're different kind of mammals. Chimpanzees are the greatest apes. Chimps are marsupials. That's definitely That sounds wrong. <laughs> No, marsupials. It's a super class of ape, chimpanzee, oh, yeah. human, shark, uh, bacterium, mm -hmm. yep. etc. And part machine. They're also part right. machine. That's why they're so endangered, because uh, Australia doesn't have that many uh, machine parts just lying around. Is a ghost a mammal, a mineral, or a vegetable? <laughs> Wait, didn't we try to figure this out with vampires, too? Probably. All I'm saying is go ghosts, like if, if it's a cricket ghost, it's not a mammal. Because it's a cricket. It would be an insect ghost. Well, yeah. Well, it's, I don't think it's either, right? It's ectoplasm. Y'all know, know how on magic they have multiple creature types now? Where it's like, where it used to just be like creature. And now it's like creature barbarian. And now it's like creature barbarian ghost. And then it's like creature barbarian ghost horny. And like now there's like super distinctions. Yeah. Uh, guess so. How long ago did you play magic that it just said creature? Uh... Hang on. <laughs> Tw 25 years ago? You got yeah, me beat. Been to it. I'm going to close this Magic the Gathering wiki page that I've got open because I don't want to open <laughs> that at work tomorrow and have to explain that I'm even more like I am than people think that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, the man gives one terrible gasp and lies still. This man has been frightened to death. <laughs> <laughs> You put your penknife back in your pocket, wiping the old man's blood off it. <laughs> <laughs> the chimpanzees reappear in the front of the house. One of them holds a long bamboo blowpipe. He puts it to his lips and blows. You hear the dulcet tones of Baker Street echoing through the frozen... You race back across the lawn, through the gate, and back to your car. 
This feels like real danger, and you promised your parents. Again, what age are we? We have a car, but we live with our parents, but we believe in ghosts and also spider ghosts, and we solve mysteries with our technology. Yeah, For the FBI! I don't know. That that feels like elaboration. Uh, we, you, we promised our parents we'd call if, the, if our safety was ever at risk, but if you wait, whoever or whatever is going on inside that house might have time to escape. I feel like this is a trap because it says we promised our parents. And this is one of those, it's choose your own adventure allowed to break that. Yeah. Are we we learning how to be good adventurers or are we learning how to be good kids? Mm -hmm. Chusco was founded by R.A. Montgomery, right? So I I think he'd be like, you know what? You got to follow your morals. And sometimes that means disappointing your parents. Yeah. I I honestly think like I've given up on trying to model what R.A. Montgomery believes about (laughs) anything yeah like that guy is a random number generator disguised as a person (laughs) he's got whims so either we come back later and sneak up on the house from a different direction or we call the police and report a possible murder i can't call the police no even that's the responsible thing to do because otherwise what are you going to do with a dead body on the lawn that you touched last like you should probably phone that one in i think i'm gonna vote for calling the police okay I'm going to vote against it just because I can, and we'll still go call the police, but I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's the move of cowards. You decide you'd better call the police. This could be too much to handle alone. You pick up the radio telephone in your car, Jesus. not your smartphone. Yeah, why not you? <laughs> <laughs> we have smartphones. We have cell phones. We also have radio yeah. telephones. I got a smartphone uh, to use when it's connected to Wi-Fi. My parents won't pay for data or minutes. <laughs> I think smartphone was a sci-fi term at this time. Like, I think the same way he just invented radio telephone, I assume, he invented smartphone. Yeah. Or this was sort of sloppily updated for... Yeah, I think it's sloppily updated because we tried to call our neighborhood friends on their cell phones. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's three generations of mobile phone technology that we've we've got so far. We, We pick up the radio telephone in our car, dial... Your, our friend Sergeant Morrison. Yes, to close the whole book now. He pluralized it. No, it's okay. I'll just drop it confusingly uh, and explain briefly what's happened. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot of complaints about that place, says the sergeant. People talk about bright flashing lights before dying, loud electronic no, no, noises. No, 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 no. You're reporting a murder, Sergeant Morrison. Yeah, weird looking trucks going in at night. <laughs> There's, I'm looking at a corpse, Sergeant Morrison. Yeah, but there's always these loud noises. So really, I got to balance that, you know? People talk about bright flashing lights. I I figured it was a rave. Just teens fucking teens drinking booze. You know, we're not going to break it up. Come on. Always a woman's voice screaming, uh, quit hitting me, Reginald. I'm your wife. I love you. Quit hitting me. But who's got the time to investigate? I thought about facing, going up on check, check that out, but I, weird looking trucks really more my speed. Ch- chimpanzees? Turns out they're doolies. You guys heard of doolies? Fact, chimpanzees have more muscle and pound than the human body. They'll nice. rip you apart. Fact, a chimpanzee is 99% genetically identical to me personally. Fact, I am a chimpanzee. Uh, Fact, we've infiltrated the police department. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, I'm only telling you this because we're such good friends. Fact, you're next. Fact, (laughs) you're a a chimpanzee. Look at your hands. (laughs) Our jaws can bite through bone. Uh, Did you know that chimpanzees will 
kill other rival tribes of chimpanzees and then eat their brains out of rage and spite. Hmm. Seems like a good way to get a prion-based disease. Yeah, like life. if you were wondering, like, oh man, why should you not eat bushmeat in Africa? The answer yeah. is because chimpanzees eat brains all the fucking time out of yeah. rage. I'll be over in the squad car right away. A squad car? Like all detectives, you know that it's almost impossible to catch criminals in the act after the cops have arrived. Fuck yeah. Also, Unless what the- did you think was going to happen, yeah. though? You called the police about a murder. Remember, kids, no justice, just us. All cops are bastards. <laughs> if you follow the instructions and wait in the car, turn to the next page. If you can't resist the temptation to go back for another look... Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Turn to page 77. I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, we're going to that house, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Look at this person's face. It's with Sagat. a huge-ass scar. Oh, uh, yeah. Sagat, but now he has hair, and so much it, of it. Like if George Clooney played Sagat. <laughs> In his pajamas. It's Sagat, but like uh, he got kicked out because he was juicing of Street Fighter. Which is strange because like M. Bison throws fireballs. Also, Baraka is literally made of juicing. Yeah, well, we're crossing games now. Baraka is a mutant from the Mortal Kombat games. No, 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 no. There's uh, you're, thinking, Bar- you're thinking about the... Blanca, Blanca. Blanca, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Q. Electricity, if you will. Yeah, the green, the green man. Is Baraka a mutant, I thought? I thought Baraka was more like a outworld shadow demon guy. He's he's, he's an alien. He's got a he's got a name. What is it called? I want to say Trandoshan, but I know that's Bosk. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's Star Wars. I yeah, thought. that's where my brain goes, y'all. And it's also not a taxon. Melina Kitana, come on, pretty <laughs> mama. Hold on, what species is Baraka? Bama. Tarkata. <laughs> uh, he's a Tarkatan. Oh, that actually sounds familiar uh. now. Yeah. Tarkata Matata for the rest of your days. <laughs> it's a problem free. It means just you... suffering. <laughs> Torture and spikes and shit. Yeah. You got no head because they chopped it off. You're too tense to wait for Sergeant Morrison. You leave a note on your windshield for him and go back to the fence around the house. A man with a broad scar across his face steps from behind a tree. He's wearing an old fashioned prison uniform. But the laser pistol he has in his hand what? certainly looks modern enough. All right. Well, it's a fever dream now. None of this makes sense. You've fallen. You've fallen and hit your head. Turn around and go up through that gate and back to the house, orders the man. I'm no funny business. I'm behind you all the way with this gun. Dude, I'm behind you, have... you all the way with this gun. I'm behind you all the way with this gun, man. Yeah. Even though, oh my God, you guys, you have no chance choice what to do what he says even your karate training will not help you here <laughs> no one can out karate sagat ha 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 you fool even your karate training will not help you here do you guys remember um dermot ah yes from the venture brothers and he's like oh if only i had my hands free i could do like a like a super saiyan chokehold murder move and it's like all right come right. on bud if only i had my hands free i could jumpstart any boat in 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'll bet I could run around this entire neighborhood in 45 seconds. Time me. No, you couldn't, says the man with the scar. <laughs> Prove it, oh. he shouts. As the two of you approach the house, the back door opens automatically with all the science and such. Mm-hmm. So futuristic. Well, now there's a laser gun, so that sort of throws my whole shit in weird perspectives. Inside, there is a long corridor. As you walk down it, your footsteps are muted by the thick green carpeting on the floor. Gross. No, it's still the 70s. It's still the 70s. Yeah, it's still the 70s. So. <laughs> it's the 70s future. 
The corridor yeah. seems endless, but finally you come to a large steel door. You and the man behind you stop. Jane, his wife. The man places his right hand on a small light blue screen next to the door. A beam of laser light passes up and down the screen, scanning his handprint. His boy, Elroy. There is a click. Daughter Jane. Then a hard metallic voice. Comes from the speaker over the door. Identify yourselves. State purpose of visit. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever hear that theory that the Flintstones is happening at the same time as the Jetsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you never see the buildings like where they land. It's always like a blue fog. Like the, yeah. the down below the undercity. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and the Great Gazoo exists in both worlds. Oh, shit. Yeah. Remain standing exactly where you are. Repeat, do not move. Remain where you are. His dog, Astro. <laughs> Please don't kill me. The, the, the robot, Rosie. <laughs> Asshole boss, Basely. <laughs> Y'all remember uh, the pet that Elroy had that looked like a hamster, but it had springs for legs? No. Uh, I might, no, might but my, my heart says yes. Might have been a, might have been a dream. Made up space pet. <laughs> Security agent 31X reporting with intruder. Then the door swings open and the man behind you pushes you roughly into the room. What has happened? I thought he had our back. <laughs> a group of men and women sit in an oval table. In front of each person is a glass of water, a pad of paper, and a pen. We've walked into a presidential cabinet meeting. Yeah, uh-oh. A lot of work going on in here. Donald Trump. <laughs> Stits at the front, and it's The Apprentice. You said find someone more qualified to be president. Here is this boy, <laughs> detective. If I had. They are. That was a Borat, not a. Not a uh, <laughs> My president. You're fired. Yeah. Borat, Sagat, same deal. Guys, I think we're leaning too heavy on pop culture reps. What if we see if we can take like a 45 second break? Okay. All, all right. right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a timer. Yeah. I'm literally going to set a timer, and then I'm going to explode onto the scene with yeah, some yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. PCRs. All right, Pop ready? Culture refs. Got you. Ready. Yeah. One, two, three. One, go. two, three. <laughs> a white-haired man in a dark blue pinstripe suit smiles briefly and asks, Well, now that you're here, what can we do for you? Fuck. Yeah. I was investigating a telephone call asking for my help. The call came from this address. The telephone call was unfortunate. Came from someone who has been recently released from a foreign prison. Mm-hmm. It was a brave man, a scientist and leader for freedom in his country. Did you ever see this show, Visionaries? It came on when I was a little kid, and it was about these guys who, like, Is that 45 in seconds? a world where, like, oh, man. magic had uh, taken over for technology, they were yeah. given these, like, animal totems they could transform uh -huh. into. And then they just had boring business meetings? No. Question. While we are doing... Sort of vaguely random references. Pirates uh -huh. of Dark Water. Fuck yeah, dude. The 12 Treasures of Rule. 13 Hell, Treasures of yes. Rule. Uh, and then there's Bloth. 14. He's the bad guy. And they have that skull ship. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, was, that was a dope show. It's just like this book. Mark, if you've never seen it, it's just like this book. Nothing, nothing is like this book. This book is what it is to be a child with an imagination, and I love it so much. It's a good point. Yeah, this kid is definitely just riding his power wheels by himself. Yeah, for sure. He's just going around and around in the cul-de-sac. Yeah. R.A. Montgomery just followed him around with a pen and pad, writing down every fucking word that he said, <laughs> and then he put it between the covers, and that was a book. 
What next, Jared? Tell me what next! All right, R.A. Montgomery Jr., today you will be the author, and I the follower. Dad, can't you just play with me? <laughs> no. R.A. Montgomery Jr. lives in Nepal. You guys remember? I remember that we were angry at him. Yeah. We are the International Planning Group, a private organization made up of representatives from different parts of the world. We are dedicated to energy conservation and the peaceful development of natural resources everywhere. What? But why hide out here in this little town? Why do where, this to my book? It's where Captain Planet lives. Our security agents in prison dress and their trained chimpanzees, okay, so not ghosts, good to know, yep. scare off most intruders. We would be honored if you would join our organization. Just have, take this pill first. Take your time and contact us when you have a decision. Any young friends of yours that you can recommend will also be welcome in our organization. As you walk back to your car to meet Sergeant Morrison, you still don't know what to believe, but you have a lot to think about. I know what to believe. Yeah. This the book is... Yeah, go ahead and say it. And... Thank you. This book is conservative propaganda piece. We literally walked in the, to the shadowy cabal of uh -huh. progressives who are controlling the world with secretive organizations. Look how scary they are. Look at how they're trained chimpanzees. Ooh, they're so multicultural. They yeah. care about the Ugh. opinions of the youth. Ugh, women at the table, too. Ooh, mm -hmm. who are these people? These creepy people. We just want fresh viewpoints. We want everyone yeah. to have a part in the conversation. Yeah, we don't need facts or tradition or heritage. All we need are fresh viewpoints. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very satisfying ending. It, <laughs> I'm not being entirely facetious. Like, this ending successfully explains what has happened so far. Like, as much as anything possibly could. Yeah, that's a good point. I like to believe, though, that it's kind of like, you know, the movie Clue, where they have the multiple endings. Like, I like uh -huh. to believe they just threw a bunch of events out there, and, like, every ending we get to has a different explanation for them. They're like, wow, how many ways can we make sense of this fucking fever dream? That would be cool. Also, if I had known this was just going to be like uh, Deus Ex, the video game, I would have done the voices <laughs> from that video game. I see uh, your mind scan tells you that the chimpanzees have been thrown into a hyperspace prison. I see that as words on page 62. <laughs> I want to I get to those words. Uh, well, why don't, why don't we try meeting up with Ricardo and Nina and we just hang out like uh, in our parents' basement. Definitely not looking at pornography until they call us back and see where that gets us. You try Ricardo and Lisa again. Yes, they're home. You explain the situation and you give your location and they soon arrive on their bicycles. Because they're kids just like you. Because they're mm. poor. They can't afford a laser car. Yeah. <laughs> the three of you sit in your car discussing the case. <laughs> uh, uh, Lisa, what's, uh, what's a good, what's a good uh, Lisa voice? Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Hey, says Lisa. Just suppose that Marsden is a ghost in human form. Can't be, replies Ricardo. Ghosts don't take solid human form. Ghosts take spider forms. <laughs> yeah, spider, like like your famous case to the ghost spider. Tell us that story again. Ricardo's your biggest fan. Ricardo loves everything you do. Yeah, Ricardo just wants to hang out with you. Oh my god. Your, your car is so cool. Like, I've never seen a 1996 Toyota Camry before. <laughs> you think you could put the good word in for me at the bureau? I just want to sit across the aisle from you every day, brother. Is that one of those tapes that you can plug into your portable Walkman to make your car play CDs? Holy shit, is that a blah punked? Uh, what? Wait, Chris, what? It's a type of, uh, of rat radio you can put in your car. Mark, do you know what Chris is talking about? I don't. Okay. 
I often don't, actually. I don't get a lot of references that are made on the show, if I'm being honest. (laughs) And I feel very supported that you don't get one either for once. Yeah, I don't. I think Chris just made up a word. No, Blaupunt is real, man. We still don't know whether Henry Marsden is a ghost or a real person, you remind them. Or a liberal conspiracy. I'd like to go up the road and get a look at this house, says Ricardo. Moistly. Sergeant Morrison said to wait here until he gets here. You say, he's going to be mad if we don't. The car phone rings. Car None phone. of your cell phones or yeah. smartphones. Cell phone, What's a car smartphone, phone? radio phone, car phone. Yeah. This is a new phone. I think we should leave a note on the car for him and then do a little investigating on our own. I have one voice for young girls. <laughs> Look over there, says Ricardo. There are lots of bushes on the other side of the house. I think we'd get right up close without being seen. That's how I look in on girls' bedrooms. Yeah, that's in the book. Ricardo's a real perva. Ricardo's a fucking gross-ass piece of balls. He just wants to get up close to the bushes, guys. It's fine. Yeah. You're forgetting about those crazy chimpanzees I told you about, you said. They're not crazy. They're not crazy. They're sane chimpanzees. Yeah, they're just dangerous. They're fucking professionals. Who are you? You are the intruder. Yeah. Remember when you tried to break into a house that wasn't yours, fucking detective? Twice? Remember yeah. when you killed a man in the front yard? Oh, you don't? How convenient. Yeah. yeah, you stabbed that man. As you try to decide what to do, you hear a faint scream from the direction of the house. <laughs> Did you hear that? Asks Lisa. Now we have to investigate. All right, you say. But let's be very careful. Lisa rolls her eyes at you as if to say, no, I was going to be dangerous with my investigation. She throws her cell phone at you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, she still has three different kinds of phones. <laughs> she, she, throw, she picks a cell phone off her cell phone bandolier and throws it at you. <laughs> In the future, cell phones are money. You pick one of the grass phones out of the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you trip you, you get up real close to the cell phones to hide from the crazy chimpanzees. I think we should get over there as close as possible, says Ricardo. If we stand on that cell phone, we should be able to look to that smaller cell phone to see into the cell phone. Uh, That's not Ricardo's voice at all. Uh, you, took yeah, me, no. you took me out of the moment. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the, th- the three of you run along the fence, which is broken in places. I'm assuming Naruto Ninja style on yes. top of the fence. One one hand, uh, two fingers on your forehead. And the, <laughs> other ha- the other hand sort of behind you. Right. Like you're uh, diving off a diving board. The three of you sneak up to the basement windows. Then before you know it, all three of you are surrounded by five snarling chimpanzees. They're huge, and their teeth look very sharp. Uh, sharp teeth. Yeah. Hey, you guys, your teeth are looking sharp. Those are, those are some sharp... Hey, did you, how did your oh. teeth do on Jeopardy tonight? Hey, are those new teeth? Did you just get... Did you get the... Did you get anything? Fresh you, dents, my friend. Invisalign? Did you Invisalign? Yeah, I didn't want to say anything before, but, like, your teeth did look pretty fucked up. <laughs> I can say that now because you're on the path to good teeth, but, like, boy, yeah. we were all worried how you ate stuff if you just only drank through a straw or, like, what was the deal? Because... Book. You know how you were always worried that people talked about your teeth behind your back? That yeah. we were always like, that's absurd. No one cares. We're like, we definitely did. We're like, all the time we yeah. did. We had, uh, Frank had a really good impression of you where he just would pull all the change out of the console in his car and put that change in his mouth and then try to say stuff that you would say. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just thinking of the taste of a, <laughs> like 12 car pennies in your mouth. And 12. that is the worst thing I can imagine. <laughs> 12 hot car pennies. Eat, eat, eat the pennies, quiz boy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not eat the pennies, Billy. Eat the eat the pennies. I'm not gonna eat the pennies. Oh, come on, eat the pennies. Eat the pennies. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> Mark, um, 
Do you ever watch the Venture Brothers? No. <laughs> As the chimpanzees get closer, it becomes clear they're trying to back you up against the basement door. You have no choice but to open the door and go in. It's pitch black inside. You feel along the side of a door and find a light switch. You flip it. Like a phone. You flip it. <laughs> you feel along the side of the door and find a flip phone. Uh, you f- to, and find a Motorola Razor. Yeah, you cut yeah. over the chimpanzees with it. <laughs> The three of you are in a large modern office with mahogany paneling and steel and glass God desks. God damn it, again? No, 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 this is different. This is different. In the center of the room is a large conference table. On it, spread one end to the other, is a collection of blueprints. Right, last time it was just pens and pads and waters, and this time it's blueprints. One of the papers is labeled, Top Secret Invasion Plans, East Earth Western Hemisphere Phase Alpha. That's cool, they know the Greek letters. Yeah, uh, also that it sort of made... Uh, a top secret thing like that you don't label top secret things i don't think hey fellas i tell you what all these top secret plans they're greek to me nice great job i get it it's the pacing that sold it as a joke i didn't really <laughs> understand the content you rifle through more of the papers they are filled with dates graphs and calculations of various sorts figures for agricultural output natural resources Energy production of various power plants. Genocide. And stick figures fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a half-finished hangman puzzle that looks like the answer was going to be barn door, but they couldn't figure out all the vowels. The family circus. Uh, that cool S. With the three lines. Yeah, yeah. Do you think people have tattoos of that thing? Mark, do you know that cool S? Oh, yeah, I know the cool S. Listen. Okay, good. Thank God. My, my last name starts with S. I drew that oh. fucking cool S all over oh, the place. Oh, man, you were yeah. Mark Cool S. Goddamn right. You lucky bitch. As you look through the paper, a tall, very thin, man-like creature with an oversized head enters the office at the far end. But enough about your dad. Boom! Ah, my inquisitive friends, I see you are examining our plans, he says. Are, are you? You stammer. Are you an alien? Rude. Uh, fuck off. To, to you, to me, you're an alien, you fucking prick with your tiny your body. Your teeth are so fucked up, you don't look human at all. Jesus Christ, it's like somebody is holding a mouthful of old fries. You just, you trash garbage bitch, get I've, out. I've changed my minds about this planet if you live on it, you fucking prick. Trevor does a really good impression of you where he bludgeons himself in the mouth of the brick until his teeth fall out and he's bleeding all over the place. And then he just accuses people of being ugly. That's, that's spot on. I said, I said to Slack Glackjar four, four, four days ago, I said, Glackjar, I guarantee you, you're not going to see one earthling that makes you want to puke onto your own self. And then here you walk in just looking like the ugliest motherfucker to walk in a goddamn room. Do you know what the real crime is? All you do is misquote the Godfather films with your mouth fucking ruined. I hate you. The alien seems to look at the three of you with both intensity so and amusement. Root. Are you an alien? Not what's your name? What a fucking asshole. Why not join us? We could use earthlings like you to help us. Earlier today, we tried to open a can with our teeth and <laughs> none of us could do it. So. That's right. <laughs> there's all this there's all this tough skin on potatoes we don't know how to get it off we thought we could rub it on your teeth and all the tough potato skin would fall off uh my uh my sink has a bunch of gunk on it and i don't have any steel wool lying around so i figure you could just rub your idiot face all over the sink join us if we pretend to join turn to the next page if we refuse turn to page 88 
you know, it's real tempting to look at 88 and it is an ending. And it is with us frozen, I guess, or looking like cardboard cutouts. 88 is the flash freeze us and then it's, we're stamped human meat, galactic prime source. To serve man. Jesus. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so 86. 86. Come now, my friend, says the man. It's not all that bad. We will train you for your new positions. We guaranteed job security and even a pension after a certain number of years. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're going to read books and stamp things and approve forms. Perhaps one of you would like to be an Earth Project Manager. I knew they were evil what? aliens. Or perhaps an invasion commander like myself. Huh, what a choice. Do we want to yeah. be an Earth Project Manager, a.k.a. a Project Manager, or an invasion commander. Yeah. Mm. I don't know a lot about invading, but I know a lot about project management. We can make dioramas and shoeboxes. The man walks over and opens the outside door. He beckons you to go out. The sky is almost covered by an enormous space vehicle. You wonder if you will enjoy your new life. <laughs> the end. You'll learn to be content within limits. Yeah. <laughs> the, the confines of that spaceship, particularly. <laughs> you guys, I have a real... Solid feeling that like uh, there's probably a dozen scenarios in here and uh, each of them has like a good ending, a bad ending, like an, a, a blah ending. And, like, a, you know I mean? uh, mm-hmm. Excuse me, mm-hmm. but page 101, the entirety of which is the paragraph. Once the wish is formed, the process begins. No, you take it back. You don't really want to be Genghis Khan. Let's just read this book every week for the rest every of the podcast. Week. <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's a lot there's a lot in this book, you guys. This is the best book. Yeah, this is a good ass book. Like, it, it, do you like aliens? It's got aliens. Do you like uh, time, time travel? It's got time travel. You like chimpanzees? Okay, maybe read a zoo book. But like, this has got you slightly covered. It's like yeah. they, they've let children write it, right? Like, this is obviously is just like yeah, whatever shit you say, kid. I'm gonna put that in the book because that's what kids want to read. That about does it for. Uh... <laughs> This week's look at the House of Danger, uh, y'all. Like we like a sneak we said before, preview of Jet Li's The One. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're all welcome. If that makes it into the final cut, tune uh, in next week as we do an acapella retelling of Jet Li's The One. You uh, enter the House of Danger and find four Jet Li's waiting for you in a meeting room with sterile mahogany tables. They draw their cell phones. In unison, they sh- they shout, <laughs> "Cut my life into pieces, bitches!" <laughs> Until next time. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. Remember, always choose responsibly. Jet Li, the last line in the movie says, bring it on, bitches. And then it's Papa Roach's cut my life into pieces while bad Jet Li fights a ziggurat full of prisoners. Yeah. Jet Li's the one is the best movie ever made. Yeah, is all I, wa- I'm saying. I would watch that. Uh, is it bring it on, bitches? Or is it uh, I am not your bitch. You are all my bitches. Because I also remember that scene with like photographic memory because I was like, what is this movie? I am not your bitch. You That's are all yeah. my bitches. It's so good.